best friends forever. Until one host says something wrong about the other host's favorite character. Why would you say such a thing? Talking all things supernatural and sci-fi television, it's Talking TV with Liz and Lindy of TeamTSD.com. Good evening, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. Hey, y'all. I'm Liz. And I'm Lindy. And um, tonight is going to be a special episode. We say that every single time. But it is. They're all special. (laughs) You're welcome. This is a gift to you. Um, to everyone. So, we usually, as most of you know, talk about sci-fi, supernatural TV shows because that's our jam. But that doesn't mean we love non-sci-fi and supernatural shows. And recently, I have, <clears throat> insert not subtle at all humble brag, have gotten Lindy into watching two shows that one of which she has already finished, One Tree Hill and Friday Night Lights. And in return, Liz has agreed to watch all Doctor Who episodes, correct? Yes. Yes, you have. I have. So we decided five minutes ago, three, two minutes ago. More like two seconds ago. To do this podcast on the <laughs> One Tree Hill and Friday Night Lights because we've been wanting to talk to each other about it anyway. So we figured... Or why not do it while being recorded and then have you all listen to it? I think that sounds like a fantastic idea. I'm glad we came up with it. Um, so because you're – so I've, I've watched all of both Friday Night Lights and One Tree Hill. You are currently on season four of Friday Night Lights. And did you finish the last – you did finish the last season of One Tree Hill, right? Yes. But, okay, so I was in the hospital with Walt. Your baby. You when, had just had a baby, so do you really remember watching the last season of One Tree Hill? I, yes. I feel like the last episodes are kind of a blur. Like, I tried to get through them, like, <laughs> well, so also, many times. Letting your body heal? Yes. Well, it was, like, before I... I don't even... I mean, this picture is... I'm looking at a picture in Liz's house that's really creeping me out, and I keep... I can't stop staring at it, and it's distracting me. Like, I can't talk. Are you talking about the um, epic... Uh, Acrylic Hulk. painting of Hulk getting eaten alive by zombies that's yeah. hanging in my basement. It's actually way more gross than I ever thought it was, and I can't stop staring at all the blood. It's from it's for charity. It was that charity event we hosted. I'm gonna tear. I'm gonna turn it around. Okay, well, it's turn. Bothering. That's fine. But it was for charity. We hosted an event for Partners in Housing. It's a local charity in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I bought that painting to donate to the charity. It was I'm part not, of the auction. I'm not saying that's not nice of you. I'm just saying I keep looking at this painted zombie bodies cut in half and, like, blood all over all the zombies, and I'm just going to turn it around. So, anyway, back to One Tree Hill. So, at the end... None, oh, One Tree Hill. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the the final episode, if I, rem, if I remember correctly, because I think I tried to watch it literally maybe ten times, but it was like, mm-hmm. um, why don't you refresh my... <laughs> Refresh. refresh your memory. Refresh so, my memory. The tense. Well, let's preface it with this. So, One Tree Hill. I think I feel like we need to start with telling you all why we're actually talking about it and why it's important. And One Tree Hill is one of those shows that, for lack of a better word, is terrible. But oh my you god, can't no, stop, it's not. No, it's a train wreck that you can't stop watching. I mean, I mean, you can't stop watching it. And here's why: because the storylines are so insane. They're so ridiculous that you just can't help but 
keep going. I mean, these characters go through things that no human ever really goes through. I oh, mean, I don't know. No, they don't. I mean, it, it's the worst soap opera of all time, but it's also the best. And all soap operas are terrible, so I'm just going on a rant now. But anyways, you should watch One Tree Hill if you haven't already. And it goes through its lull. Sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> it goes through this lull where, um, you, you know, it has this, like, power one through four seasons. And then five, six, seven. <laughs> How are we going to talk about the shows for 30 minutes without talking about spoilers? Yeah, you're right. Screw that. Okay, yeah. So, so when screw Quinn, you if you haven't seen when it. They Quinn, get shot. Well, Quinn and um, what's the guy's name? Clay. They get shot and all that happens. That's all before. So that's like the only exciting part about season seven and eight. And then season nine happens and that's where Nathan gets captured and all this crazy shit goes on. Haley becomes a boss and they finally schlep those kids off with Chad Michael Murray. And you're like, thank God, no more Jamie. What kids? Jamie and then whatever their daughter's name is. Whatever Haley and Nathan's daughter's name is. They oh, what did off. they do? They got rid of them? Well, yeah, they sent them off to live with Chad Michael Murray. Wow, that must have been in one of those. Yeah, okay. Class, like, Anyways, watch One Tree Hill. Let's talk about something that's a little fresh in your mind since your baby is born. Wait. Your uterus is been mended. Ew. Why is that gross? I mean, it's just weird to say. Your lady parts are fine now, so you can remember what you just watched the last couple weeks. Now, Friday Night Lights. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm not done with Friday Night Lights. I know, but that's okay. So, I want to hear your thoughts. Let, okay. me, let, me, let, me, let me just interview you. Let me tell from, you where I am. I know where you are. You're on season four. How do you know exactly what's going on? What, ha- what episode am I on? I don't know. I, I don't hack your Netflix account. I have my own. The Lions are just now starting... To be decent. Okay. All right. Whatever that means. Now, I first want to ask, what was your, what were your thoughts going into Friday Night Lights? After I told you, hey, you would love this show. It's about family. It's about football, building character, building man. All right? It's about winning state football. <laughs> in Texas. In Texas. With Tammy. That's right, big Eric. <laughs> And Tammy and Eric. And little Julie. Julie and little baby Grace. Baby Gracie Bell. Uh, and, sorry, that took, went a little bit too far. So after I told you it was about Texas, about family, it was about football, and now that you had just had a baby, I was like, you will love it even more, even if you don't have children, even if you don't, if you, even if you're not even married. It's an amazing show. After I talked you into it and you popped it in, Walk me through your thoughts, your first couple episodes. Well, I first started watching it, yes, because you recommended it, but also because I really needed a break from the blood and guts of Sons of Anarchy, which I'm in season seven of, and it was, like, starting to get, like, way too much. Sometimes yeah. there's certain shows that I cannot binge watch straight through. I, like, have to take a break and binge watch other shows. Sons is one. It's, it's, it's very intense. It's too much. And Breaking Bad, I haven't been able to finish either. I that like, does get intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I was obsessed after maybe two ep- maybe not at the first episode, but maybe at the second episode. It does. Um, it, it is one of those shows. And sorry to interrupt you, but I just thought of this I, because I'm now rewatching it with my husband, right. who has never seen it before, and I haven't watched it. I watched it live, and then I kind of rewatched it again. You know, just like mm-hmm. because as you do, and but rewatching it again with my husband, I thought I forgot how crazy that first season is compared to other tv shows you know usually our rule you know so lenny and i have a rule that 
whenever we watch a TV show, we will give it five episodes. Mm-hmm. Like if we're going to say, okay, we're going to start this, we will give it five episodes. You don't need to do that with the show. No, because Taylor Kitsch is in it. Because Tim, <laughs> because Tim Riggins. Yes, that face. is a huge, huge part of it. He is one of my favorite television characters. Since. I have 3-3 three, three tattooed on my butt. Shut up. I was like, what? I was, come I was on. like, you know, I've no. seen your butt. I definitely do not know. But yes, it's. But that's a great idea. Should we get that? Should we get that tattoo? We've been talking about friendship tattoos and. It might as well be Tim Riggins related. It's fine. <gasps> At the next Comic Con. Oh my God. I think we should. Can we get. What if we just got Tim Riggins spelled out, like on our neck? Like an Egyptian hieroglyphics? No, in English. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Back to the review. On my knuckles. Sure. Tim. No. Riggins. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, good try, though. That was a nice effort. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I will say, though, yeah, it just kind of, you get hooked. So you were hooked by by episode two. It's what were really some good. of the character, what are some of the character lines that you, you're, you just have loved to see progress? I mean, you're in season four now, so you've seen a lot of shit happen. Right. Okay, so I didn't... I didn't think I would love Tammy so much, but she is an amazing character. And she's such a good person, but it never gets annoying, and it's not dull. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she's just a really good character. I I love everything with Tim Riggins because it's so frustrating at first for him. It's like nothing can go right for him. And even when he tries to do something good, it just blows up in his face because oh God. he's a piece of crap. We're at the part right now where, and you've already seen this, so I can say it where he's living with that meth head because his brother's like dating the okay. neighbor or whatever, and he he leaves the house. He's like, I can't live here anymore. Yeah. And he goes and he lives with coach, and you're still like, God, the guy. And even when he left the team to go help Jason Street in Mexico, Aww. he was still doing it for the greater good. But coach was like, Okay, well I still have to punish him for leaving the team. And it, and you're right, he just can't win. He can't win, but he kind of does it to himself. Oh, half the time. Definitely. But he's such a good character. Um, Also, I didn't think I'd like Tyra so much, but she has really good character development later on. Mainly, like, I love her interactions with Tammy mm-hmm. and Tammy kind of helping her get along the right path. Um, She's just definitely a surprise um, favorite, yeah. I would say. And I'm glad to hear you say that because when you finish the series, you will love the way she's progressed. She's, I feel like she's a character that Tyra. Yeah. Tyra. She's a character that never, um, compromises herself Mm -hmm. and always, and she's recognized from day one and it's believable in the show that she is worth more than what she's been given. Right. And she just needs someone to help her get there like Tammy, which Mm -hmm. was why I think you said it was a great, um, and Landry. Oh God. Landry's cute. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, another character, Julie's all right. I mean, she's a decent character. I do like Matt. I think he's kind of a weird character. The way he talks and stuff is odd because he's just. He's so shy. He's I so wonder. shy, but I love everything with his, the story with his grandma. Mm-hmm. I think that's so real and it's so good. Like that storyline, I thought it would be kind of dull because it's not that exciting or whatever or about romance or whatnot. Right. But it's actually really good. I agree. I, it. I think with I'm totally on the same page with you with Julie and Matt to where they're not like your favorites and they're not super exciting characters. And I think you're right. It's because it's so close to reality mm-hmm. that 
it makes it great to watch because you're just like, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. God, how does he go to practice it every day? How does he take care of his mom while his dad's in, you know, overseas fighting a war? And then Julie, you don't hate her, but she's just a typical teenage girl. And I think about what she's going through. I mean, we're obviously – very early 20s, not late 20s at all. <laughs> so it wasn't that long ago for us. Um, <clears throat> my 29th birthday is this summer. Um, no, but I, I think about what I would have done or how I would have acted at her age. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's totally how oh God. a teenage girl would act. I was way worse. Yeah, I was going to say. She's an angel. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, I think also one character that I like Lila in regards to her relationship with Tim, and I'm okay with some of her storylines, but her as a character really doesn't... She she kind of annoys me a little bit. Just how, like, sweet she is. I just... I don't know. Something about her I don't love, I guess. Yeah, she's not one of my favorites. Because of Minka Kelly, just the way she is. I don't know. I will say I love Minka Kelly because I think she has the best hair ever, and I'm pretty sure she's, like an alien because she's freaking gorgeous and I'm sure she's a wonderful person. I have to say, yeah, it probably is her acting. And I will, I will say as well, I do love how they've made her stubborn and not like the dumb pretty girl that just like keeps going on with Tim Riggins. But with that said, her on-screen chemistry with Taylor Kitsch, who plays Tim Riggins is incredible. Yeah. They it do is. have fabulous on-screen chemistry, and that's what, like, yeah. is the saving grace for. And I like that. I like them together in scenes, but it's, like, almost, even when she lets loose, her character lets loose some, it's still, like, she's too sweet. I don't know. And you know what? Maybe that's the point, that we're not supposed to love her. I don't think we are, because she's supposed to be kind of annoying. You know, like how Tyra calls her out on stuff, yeah. and... It, I mean, there's probably a combination of both, you know, that she's just not really doing the role justice mm-hmm. and also she's not supposed to be that likable. Yeah. And I, I didn't expect, like, the same thing with Tammy. I didn't expect to love um, everything that has to do with Tammy and Eric's marriage, like their relationship. I what mean, do you mean? I just love everything about them as a couple. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. I miss I misheard that I thought I, you yeah. meant you didn't like it I was no, like I, what that's the best part no, of the show I love it like I love how they treat each other and I love how real it is and I love it when they argue it's mm-hmm. like they're such an amazing couple oh when you relationship hear, goals hashtag relationship goals okay when you so watch awesome. um I remember when uh because I watched the last because I, I didn't start watching it live from the beginning and I think I watched like the last season and a half live mm-hmm. and you know how we are with all the celebrity interviews and, you know, Tyler Chandler, who plays Coach Eric Taylor, finally won an Emmy his last year for it, I believe. Connie Britton, of course, won an Emmy, maybe two. And they would do interviews and say, that's, he would say, she's my TV wife. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't believe our on-screen chemistry. And she would say the same about him. It's just like, they just totally clicked. And the combination of how, um, kind of getting, getting into the, the back end of it here, which I'd love to hear your thoughts the way the show is shot is is very gritty. 
Mm-hmm. It's not shot like a, and this, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's not shot like a CW show. No. You know, it's just very much like a raw, More real. Realistic than mm-hmm. that. No, definitely. Yeah, and I definitely, something I noticed, which I've noticed in other shows as well, the transitions that they do from scene to scene where every scene leads into another one, either with like um, dialogue or something going on. I don't, you need to pay attention to that next time you watch. It's like every scene segues in some way into the next one. Like, oh, they cut it brilliantly. Yes. Yeah, yes. either with the character saying something and then it's like perfect for whatever they cut to or whatever. I don't know. I like that. I'd I no- be curious. I notice it, but I like it. I'd be curious to see what um, they were nominated for for film editing. Hmm. With that, we'll have to look that up. Okay. And there was something else I wanted to ask you about that was kind of like behind the scenes with it. Oh, what was it? What were we talking about? We were talking about... Their marriage. Their marriage and... How Eric said that's his TV wife. TV wife. I think it was before that. I don't know. I may come back to Tim me. Riggins. Tim Riggins. Should we talk more about Tim Riggins? I think we should. Um, I, I guess do you... I don't remember. Gosh, it was so good. I don't... I like... even had notes. Really? Oh. I don't know. But, but keep going. So you... you you love the way that it's cut. You love the way that it's shot. Um, oh, now I remember. Okay, what? But I just kind of walked myself through it. Pardon that lull there. Uh, another thing that I know you love are, because we're just all about the overall, like, experience of TV shows. Like, we're one of those people that love TV promos. I mean, remember how awesome the Vampire Diaries seasons one through three promos were? Yeah. You, like, got excited for them to come out. And, uh... Pardon my ignorance here. It's been a while because I'm rewatching it on Netflix. But Friday Night Lights switched networks, and I believe they switched to FX. It was kind of like a Buffy situation okay. where Buffy season seven had to go on another network, um, or not season seven, season Se- six and seven, yeah. because five it was like over, yeah, supposedly. But um, it was that sort of situation, and they did a promo for it, and it was freaking awesome. It was so good. And once, um, I'll send it to you after this. Okay, yeah. It was really, really good. And um, So now I need to go look at all the promos. Basically. <laughs> I don't know what the other ones are like, but there was just one where um, it was just kind of like a fuck you promo. Like, the show's still here. Yeah. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, we just switched, we just switched, you know, our background. It's fun. No yeah. big deal. So it was really good. What's your favorite Tim Riggins storyline of any of the seasons because he's had so many oh god like literally he does dumb crap all the time and he's done so much is there one that like you remember i just want to talk about tim riggins i know you do um I i'll pick I something call, you can't call him tim you have to call him tim, tim. riggins well it's, it's either riggs three three riggins yeah or uh everybody's always like you're tim riggins um teeny riggins tim riggins there's my favorite one you are not at yet and we'll talk about that after. We'll ah. do a special podcast dedicated to, like, the ending season. Um, but a couple of my favorites are when uh, he's with – I when – and we're actually there right now. It's when he's living with that meth head dealer, and he's sleeping next to that crate, and the guy walks in, his roommate, with the shotgun, mm. and he has the shotgun in his face. And he's like, oh, I'm just fucking with you, man. And Tim, the look on his face and how terrified he is. And he walks downstairs to the party and he's like, oh, yeah, hey, guys. Yeah, cheers. I'm going to go get some vodka. 
yeah, I'll be right back. And he, like, runs to his car with his shoes, scared. and he's scared. And I I had never seen him. I, I feel like at that point we hadn't seen Tim Riggins truly scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's always been like, I'm going to get through it, whatever. I'm going to yeah. coast through life. And in that point, this is in season two, I had never seen – him get to that point and then he goes of course and he parks in front of coach's house and all that stuff and then there's another part um I don't think you're at yet has he been at a party with Juliet yes where he saves her yeah 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 that is my favorite yes that one yeah where he saves her from the from the douchebag and takes her home yeah yeah that's a great one it's just a great scene yeah and I love like that Mm -hmm. point in the show from then on, I like what his character becomes from then on. It kind of is like kind of a turning point for him, and it because it doesn't have to do with Lila. It's not about making Lila happy. You know what I mean? Becoming Good point. something. Yeah, it's not about becoming somebody for her. It's like he's doing it for Julie, who he sees as a little sister, and because he just knows it's right. Like it has nothing to do with Lila, and I love that about that storyline. And I will say, uh, even though he was doing a lot of what he did for Lila. I did like how how they made it seem like he was still doing it for himself because it wasn't like she rewarded him right for everything he did well yeah you know it was just like she was kind of the the catalyst that got him going yeah um other than that I agree with you it was a little she was very annoying she annoyed me I do want to ask you about one person who I Hate. Who? The worst character. J.D. McCoy. Oh, God. He was bearable at first when he was just this, like, innocent kid whose dad beat him around and he just wanted to be liked by everyone. But now that we've got the Lions, he's, like, a total douchebag. And his dad and Buddy Garrity's, like, bye, you stupid boosters. So, I, I can't comment on that because I haven't seen that part in so long. Okay. But I will say that let's table that for the next part, how I want to talk about the ending series with you. <sighs> let's table that okay. for another one because I know we only have like a minute left and that is going to require its own podcast. <laughs> because oh, I will no. say that. Oh, Okay. I'm excited. Um, I'll probably finish it in the next two days. That's fine. We're working so, on it. Um, but, uh, no, I think that's a great point to end on though that the show – doesn't harp on certain characters. It keeps the ones that haven't fulfilled their journey yet, which is what makes it so special. And they introduce these new characters that give you the same feels as the first couple seasons did. Yeah. I, yeah. I had no idea um, Michael B. Jordan or whatever. Yeah. Is yeah. In it. And then from One Tree Hill, speaking of, you have, first of all, did you realize Zach Rourke from TVD plays Cash the Country Cowboy? Yes. Yes. Um, Who plays Matt on The Vampire Diaries. And then you've got Alex Dupre from One Tree Hill. Mm -hmm. And then there's... There's another One Tree Hill one. Um, There's four, actually. I looked it up. But they're all the same. You know how they recycle all those those types of shows. Yeah. They recycle, y'all. Recycle, y'all. They're so many. Yeah. But this was fun. I'm glad we decided on this. I know. We hadn't talked about it yet since... I know. This is perfect. Pretty much we just used our podcast to have, like, a conversation that we already needed to have anyway. So I'm going to go home, watch the rest of the series. Okay. I have a season and a half. It won't take me long. That's fine. We're going to do the same. Because we put the old Apple TV. I got Eric the new Apple TV. Totally not a benefit gift. (laughs) 
definitely was. <laughs> um, and so we put the old Apple TV upstairs. Okay. So we've been watching it in and bed. And it's Doctor Who time. Woohoo! I know, I know. And I'm going to catch up. And Daredevil. We're almost done with Daredevil. And then I'm catching up on Doctor Who because we're going to do a Doctor Who panel at Wizard World Comic Con. Hell you yeah. guys know how amazing, I don't care, tooting our own horns, our Dead Fans Walking, Game of Thrones, Arrow, and more panels are. And we're finally going to do a Doctor Who one. I'm at going to Cleveland, catch up yeah. at Cleveland so I can be ready for it. Don't judge me when you talk about, write about, podcast and video about TV for a living. It gets very hard to catch up. Yeah, plus who cares because we're going to be giving away amazing uh, prizes. Yeah, we give you Doctor free Who's shit. Prizes, and it's going to rock and I can't wait to see everybody dressed up because you know there's going to be so much, so many cosplayers. I know. You're so such, and you're even wearing oh, like I a, a bomb-ass Doctor Who um, sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. I'm wearing something Doctor Who every day and I don't even like realize it. I'm like that with Star Wars. It's like fine. socks. Shirts. All sorts of stuff. Everything. Everything. Everything, Dr. Who. Well, make sure you follow us um, on Twitter, at pure underscore fandom. Same deal with Instagram. On Facebook, we are facebook.com slash fandom. Check out purefandom.com. And, of course, follow at Radio for Geeks on Twitter to follow more amazing podcasts on Con Radio. And we will catch you next time. Until then, fangs, fangs out. out.